listening to The Ripple Makers Show. Deep dive stories and confessions with inspirational changemakers from within the One Drop Movement community. This show will share with you the winning insights behind how real changemakers and thought leaders, movement makers and brand builders react when the shit really hits the fan. Watch out for insightful episodes launched every Friday covering how these inspirational changemakers have learned the hard way to become the go-to experts in their industry. Hosted by yours truly, Sammy Blindell, the brand builder. And the success pilot, Grant Morrell. Let's go. Well, hello and welcome to today's show. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, stop. We have a freaking awesome show lined up for you today, as always. And joining me in the studio is Mr. Grant Morrell. Grant, how are you doing today? I am great. Thank you, Sammy. I'm great. Thank you. And ready to ripple. You're ready ah, to ripple. You're always ready, ready to ripple. You always are. Ready to ripple. It's always, always, we don't need an excuse to ripple. It's... Uh, <laughs> You need to get it hardwired into your system so you're always rippling, I think. Always, always. looking for the opportunity to ripple. That's my, that's my <laughs> Always ready to create a few waves, aren't you? Absolutely. A good one. <laughs> and speaking of creating waves, we have the amazing social media mentor, Carol Fossey, in the house today. She's going to be joining us shortly. She's backstage. I'm waving at her right now. Can't wait to bring her on to this fabulous show because she coaches and supports business owners to cut through the complexity of marketing and social media so that they can focus their attention on getting their brand out to the world. That gives a freaking boom from me. Absolutely. But before we bring the amazing Carol onto this global thought leadership stage today, Grant, have you had a ripple maker moment this week that you'd like to tell us about? Yeah. Yes, I have. I have indeed. And uh, the ripple maker moment this week is really a, a thing which I've been trying to share with people an awful lot is this point the art of saying no. Oh, damn. <laughs> the art of saying Those no. Those that are listening in, you know who you are. <laughs> there you go. Because here's the thing, isn't it? People always worry about opportunities, opportunities. And the further you go along your entrepreneurial, your, your movement maker moment, the more you go through that, once you start getting in your power and all the things we spoke about, allowing it to happen and all these things, things start happening. You know, fortune favours the brave. And then the opposite happens. There's never a lack of opportunities. The opposite happens. Opportunities come in left, right and centre. And then it's a question of learning to say no to the wrong thing. Understanding what the wrong things are, saying no to, not necessarily wrong, but just the least appropriate. The things that aren't going to make the difference. And then saying no to those certain things so that the right things come in and you get into your superpower. So, so Grant, is, I have a question yeah. for you. How do you know what to say yes to and what to say no to? Uh-huh. Uh, that is that is the question behind it. How do you know? Which The golden I question. It is. It ties in with what we were talking about earlier and it is that allowing things to happen. Mm-hmm. When you, what I call, and I use this in various modalities, turn off the noise or tune it down and, and switch off all that white noise, all that... That's going on, which ties in beautifully, I'm sure, with today's subject, is how you learn to get away from that noise and keep it simple and keep it straight. Often the answers are right there in front of you if you allow it to happen. Mm. That allows you to say, that's not me. That's taken me off my path. That is attractive. It's shiny, but it's not what we're doing. This is where my power is. This is where I can make the biggest impact. This is where I can make my ripple. 
Yeah, I love it. I love it. And of course, yeah, perfectly lined up for today's topic because there is so much distraction in the world of social media, isn't there? You can find yourself down a rabbit hole of coffee and cats very fast. (laughs) 100%, 100%. So that's my ripple maker moment. But Sammy, you've normally got a great one lined up too. So your your brain has certainly not been uh, quiet in the last week. (laughs) Stuff happy, so I know you must have one. What have you got? What, what's your oh my gosh, my ripple maker moment? Do you know, actually, there's there's just so many. Like, how do you pick? How do you pick them? I think one of my biggest ripple maker moments is actually uh, related to this fabulous thought leader that we're bringing on today because it's the art of using your time wisely on social media and learning a system that you can apply which is very easy enabling you to just get on with the things that you want to do and um and this gorgeous lady who we're going to bring on to the show today ran what we call a sprint for our ripple makers members and um and this sprint was all on this process that that she's created that she uses in all of her clients businesses and she taught us how to do it might even be able to get her to give a little sneaky peek into her 10 to 1 like reach out to carol and ask her about 10 to 1 because it's a process that she taught to our members and within the first couple of days of using that I connected with somebody on LinkedIn who I never would have thought would even look in my direction, like a serious influencer with an MBE, you know, really done magnificent things. And um, and I used this principle um, to, to reach out and connect with this lady. Anyway, like within a few minutes, she responded back and I was really shocked that she responded back. And then we started a conversation and then she came to see me speak at an event. And now we've become really good friends and, and it's that process. So there's two things really in that. The first is visibility, the right visibility. Social media does not have to be a distraction that eats up all of your time. If you use a a system like, uh, like we've been shown how to. Um, And the second thing is, is being bold and brave enough to recognize that you make a difference and you matter. And just because somebody else has some letters after their name, it doesn't make them any better than you. It doesn't, it doesn't mean they're not approachable because actually what you'll probably find is that people that have got those letters for the right reasons, they're the most approachable. They've got those letters behind them because of what they've done from an impact point of view. So, um, so never ever get into compare and despair because I found myself getting into a little bit of that of, oh, they're not going to want to talk to me. And then, you know, it turns out this person has actually been following me for a long time time and I didn't even know so you never know the impact that you're making just do it <laughs> you know if you if you're worried about contacting somebody I dare you to do it today <laughs> I love that. daring you setting you a challenge for today to just do it I love that and how, how important is that I mean because like you say those people that have got those letters beyond them they've probably got them for a reason they've yeah. got some skills and normally that involves touching a lot of people's lives. Yeah. So they are communicators. Yeah. They are. They are indeed. And it lines us up nicely for the conversation, talking about visibility today, because I'm super excited to bring Carol on. She's been a very dear friend for a very long time. I call her the wonder of Wonder Woman of Wow in the social media world. She's also our very own Ripple Makers mentor on social media for all of our members. So, uh, Grant, should we get the amazing Carol on the show? Should we bring her on? 
Sammy, I can feel the vibrations. I think the world's saying, we need this. So I think we, we need to bring her on. <laughs> we need to do it now. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Well, Carol is leading entrepreneurs to communicate their brand message through the smart use of social media to attract their perfect clients. She's also one of our co-authors in the Laura Brand Attraction book and the trailblazer behind some of the greatest influencers that are building global movements today. So guys and girls, I'm very excited to welcome on Carol Fossey, who I know who has been in business for a long, long time. She's had some really good oh fuck moments. The question is, Carol, which juicy oh fuck moment are you bringing to us today? Oh my goodness. Yes. 20 years in business, uh, just over 20 years in business. There's been plenty. <laughs> and too many to even think about. Um, so it was quite hard to choose just one. I suppose, you know, that's um that's something that's really important to understand, actually, and something that I've been teaching are kickstarters which i'll talk about maybe later on um is that you know there's no failure there's just trying things that don't work you know so even if you do have an oh fuck moment you'll learn from it something good will come from it further down the line and that's what you have to remember in those moments of oh fuck is it feels terrible in that moment but then it's happened for a reason something is coming as a result and uh, I suppose my biggest AFUC moment was actually what I thought at the time was going to be my biggest success. Um, and it's I sold my recruitment business, having been in running recruitment businesses for 20 years for me and for other people. I sold my recruitment business in 2013 to a venture capitalist. It's like, whoop, whoop, you know, we were going to conquer the world. I needed the investment because I had some amazing ideas of how I could change the recruitment industry and what we could do completely different because there hadn't really been a change in how that industry worked for a long time. And he bought into these ideas and everything was great. And for the first 12 months, everything was great. And then I started to notice that things were maybe not so great as I thought. Uh, and just before I went on holiday in March 2015, uh, I got a phone call from my old landlord that I'd been with for years to say, I just thought I'd tell you, Carol, that um, we won a county court judgment against the company today. I was like, what? What What? What are you talking about? I didn't even know there was a, a an issue anywhere. He said, oh, yeah, no, um, the company never paid us for the three months rent when you moved out. I was like, really? Uh, so that was a big a big moment of, oh, shit, what is going on here? With some, uh, like, two days to go to my holiday, I did a bit of a mad investigation into various things uh, because, of course, the finance function had take, been taken off me when I, when I you know, signed over half of my company and more than half my company to the VC. He was like, you don't need to worry about the finance side now. You can just concentrate on the creative and development side and the people and uh, what I found was he hadn't been paying anybody he didn't need to pay. So he paid the staff because otherwise they'd leave. He paid the job boards because otherwise we wouldn't be able to advertise. But anybody he didn't need to pay, he wasn't paying. And I, that was really my oh fuck moment. I went on holiday with my family for a week to Tenerife. And I remember sitting in the bar on the last day. And uh, my mom said to me, you've not been here with us all week, really. You've really not been yourself. and." What's going on? I said, Mum, I think I'm going to have to go back to work tomorrow and resign from my own company. She was like, what do you mean resign from your own company? 
I thought you owned it. I said, no, I only own 20% of it now and I'm resigning tomorrow. So that's what I did. I got back to the UK. I went on company's house. I resigned. And it was just the values were not aligned. Mm. So really, when I think back, the OFUC moment was believing my accountant who said he'd done due diligence and said this was the deal and just leave, you know, trusting in that and uh, not doing my own due diligence. Although I did try to, and he was very unfindable on the di- in the digital oh, wow. world. So that should have been a real big red flag. Yeah. I couldn't really find anything yeah. about this guy. Um, so, yeah, that felt like a truck had hit me. Because, like, you know, when you run your own business, as you all yeah. know, listeners, you know, it's your baby. Yeah. You know, oh, and, and also your reputation. And your, reputation. your reputation. And that's why I walked away from it, because I thought I cannot be associated with this. No, it's still no. technically, well, my name metaphorically above the door, you know. And um, and so I did what all good entrepreneurs would do in that moment. You know, I um, I drank a lot of wine and I painted the house for a month. <laughs> I was thinking about what the heck am I going to do next? And I made a really quite important decision at the time, I think, which was not to pursue this guy. I could have pursued him. I had all the evidence. Everything I ever do, I put on email. And I had emails confirming everything. And I could have gone after him for the money he still owed me. I could have, you know, dropped him in some big shit uh, with various people. But I thought, you know what? My time and my energy is more important than that. And something is going to happen. I don't know what it is, but something's going to happen. This has happened for a reason, to free me from where I was going and to send me down a different path. And whilst I'd been working for the VC, he'd moved us into big posh offices in Spring Gardens in Manchester. He had lots of other companies in there. And they'd noticed what we were doing on social media. And they'd been asking me to help in an unofficial and unpaid capacity at that stage. So when I'd had my month of licking my wounds, I rang them all up and said, uh, I'm now running a social media business. Um, Would you like me to do your social media for you? And of course, they all said yes, because I'd already been helping them. So this time you're just going to have to pay. (laughs) And that's how strategy social media started. Wow. Literally birthed out of one of the biggest adversities of your life, um, the biggest traumas of your life. Isn't that just so true of most of the the most brilliant things that happen in life? There's usually, you know, you're experiencing a trauma and you're going through it and like, oh, my God, why does this have to happen to me? And why is this happening? And what can I do? And if only we could look back and join the dots on all of the previous traumas and realize and remember that after every single one of those, something awesome has happened. So just (laughs) embrace the fact that you're going through it because there's some good shit is just about to land. (laughs) <laughs> invariably it is isn't it it is from some bad time to something good it, it never seems to be this wonderful progression this great download and it goes on to great things it's always that dip but from that that's where the beauty comes it yeah it seems to be the way wow it does my goodness well i mean carol you're now on this massive mission you've built this social media company and then um you go on this journey of well, hang on a minute, I'm now building my team. I need some tools that are better than the tools yeah. that are out there that, you know, trying to use Hootsuite and all the, the other different tools that other people had built. And it just wasn't working for you, was it? It wasn't working no. for your clients. And so you started to build your own tool as well, yes. which is making a huge difference. Many of our ripple makers are 
starting to use it. You use it on our social media as well. Um, so I can't wait to get behind what this tool is and how we can use it and, um, and how social media can become so much simpler. Yes, yes, yes. Let's talk about that when we come back from the break. So guys and girls, we'll see you in a couple of minutes. Enjoy this music and we'll be back shortly. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. And Carol, you know, I'm just looking at everything you've done. And like social media, one way or another, touches pretty much everybody's life nowadays, whether you like it or not, it really does. So it's here. It's part of who we are. It's, it's part of what's going, going on. And it's a window into people's lives and businesses. What really interests me is that when you looked out there, you looked at it and looked at what was already on the market you somehow felt that wasn't really the right fit for what people needed. And the thing that I love most is that like a lot of people who are great at things that they do, like, like you're obviously brilliant at what you do. One of the things that most people don't have is the ability to then see it through the eyes of those who aren't experts in it, but somehow need to use it. You have brilliantly got into the idea of making it simple for people to use. And I always say that, the genius is in simplicity. And you've taken something which is complicated, and this is what I love, you've taken something that's complicated and made it simple to use. That grabbed my attention, and I think that it must from millions of other people. Please tell us about that. Where did, where did you go from there? How did you put it together? What did you create? Well, um, as we started this social media company, of course, we didn't really know what we were doing in terms of business. You know, we knew how to do all the things that we'd done for our own business, but we didn't know how to operate a social media company. So we started off trying out the different tools that you can use, like Hootsuite, Meet, Edgar, Blue Pages, the social, there's so many of them. We tried loads of them and none of them really did what we needed them to do. You know, we were spending too much time 
piecemealing things together, using one product for this and then one product for something else. And then it, it was just a nightmare. So I decided that we just had to have our own. Um, and at this point in time, when you make a decision, the universe just moves to help you to fulfill that, doesn't it? So I was introduced to um, a development company who were thinking on uh, of creating something like this. So it was just a match made in heaven. And we've developed our own software now. It's called Socially Sorted. And what it does is it just makes everything really, really simple. We came up with the name Socially Sorted because, of course, we're a Mancunian company. Sorted is a bit of a Mancunian phrase. And, but it also does what it says on the tin. It sorts your social media. And within the software, you can create, you can publish, you can schedule, you can analyze. It's It's got some unique features that no other software has. So, for example, it will tell you not just when to post, but exactly what kind of post to post. It will look at everything you've ever posted and go, actually, for you, long posts with a hashtag asking a question are the ones to post on LinkedIn between 5 and 8 p.m. It will actually tell you, and it's telling you which hashtags to put on it, how many hashtags to put on it. Just takes all that out of, you know, out of your mental, you know, <laughs> stress. It's like, here's how you do it. It's linked to Canva, so you can design stuff. It's linked to Pexel, so you can see copyright-free images. It's, it's just phenomenal. And it's continuing to be developed. Ross, our... our key guy is the developer he's just continuing to develop it on a daily basis wow that sounds like painted by numbers for social media mm. and it links <laughs> yeah. to oh, platforms yeah. so some of them don't link to facebook groups some of them don't link to instagram some of them right. don't link to google my business or youtube ours links to everything yeah. blimey i think that's so impressive that you've done that carol and what i love about it is that um because you work with a lot of young people as well you're a real investor in people aren't you and so wherever you can match people up you can i know that there are certain government schemes certainly in the uk wherever you're listening maybe there's something in the country that you're in but um I know that in the UK, they've really been trying to support our young people that have come through this horrendous lockdown that, you know, there's no jobs available for them to go to. And they've started to put things in place that support our young people. And you've been able to actually place a lot of highly qualified kids that have come out of uni that have zero chance of getting a, a job opportunity, but they've got the most talented CVs. <laughs> You've been able to place them, but use this technology to train them how literally anybody can become a social media marketeer yeah. using the right software. I think it's yeah. just genius. You've made Absolutely. it so easy. And, and to go with that, we've created a whole online training platform, which you know we're using for kids at the moment, and we're going to be rolling that out to people who want to be social media managers or VAs who get asked to do social media don't really know what they're doing. So they get the training and they get this software and they get a lot of support to help them to uh, to become independent. That's fantastic. It really is fantastic because it's not only supporting small business owners. I know that for a long time, well, for all of my business time up until the last few years um 
you know, we had offices, so we were able to take apprentices and students to come in. Uh, you know, most government schemes back then, they allowed you to do that, but you had to be in an office. Well, of course, the world has changed significantly in the last few years, and we live on a boat and we travel full time, yet we have a business that can employ people. Um, and so I love the fact that, that, you know, governments are starting to shift, aren't they? They're starting to do things that enable people to, to have a virtual business as well, it which I think me- is brilliant. It made me really laugh not so long ago, Sammy, I can't remember exactly when, but during this pandemic, when I heard the announcement that Twitter were going to allow all their employees to work from home if they wanted to. I was like, well, you're six years behind us, mate, you know, because we've been doing it since 2015. Yeah. (laughs) What kind of business are you in? What do you think this is? Yeah, it's a digital world, you know. Were you really making everybody go in the office before that? (laughs) I think there's been a a massive lack of trust, isn't there, up until the last few years when we've had to trust. People have just had to learn to trust. And and I think there's been a lot more um, benefit and good things that have come out of people working from home than the the opposite, than the alternative of that. Carol, are you seeing... Um, obviously, in your business, you've now got this amazing software. You've invested a lot into building that, and you're constantly investing in the the improvement and the creation of it. I mean, freaking social media channels and Google and SEO is changing on a daily basis. So you, yep. you to keep up with that, um, you would have to have people working full-time on that for, for your customers. Where do you see this going? What's your vision for what, what you're building, and how can we all get on board to support you <laughs> with taking that? and making it possible yeah well I, I'm I'm just thinking that um it's going to be rolled out in a lot of different ways to over the next 12 months so we're going to be like I say we're going to have an offering for people who want to be a social media manager or are currently a VA we're going to have an offering for people who may be a bit older because all the schemes so far have been for young people 18 to 24 year olds and we've got a big cohort currently of, of that age group but we want to roll it out to people who are 25 plus um, who need the digital skills that they didn't grow up with. You know, unlike the 18 to 24 year olds, what we're finding with them is we don't have to tell them how to go and start a Twitter account or how to start a TikTok account. But what we do have to teach them is how to do it from a business perspective. Yeah. But the actual doing of it, they're very savvy with all of that. Whereas maybe if you haven't grown up with that, you're 25 plus, you're 40 plus, you know, you don't know how to do those things. So we're going to have an offering for, for those, uh, those that age group. And because we've now got the both, we've got the massive online training portal and we've got the software uh, to support them to, uh, to implement the training with. Uh, it's just going to go from strength to strength. I think it's going to be massive. Love it. It will. We're setting the intention yeah. that this is not just going to be one drop. This is going to be a freaking tsunami. Um, of support for small business owners who really need this kind of help. They really need this kind of help because there's there's just so much choice, isn't there? There's almost too much choice. It's like walking into a restaurant and having everything on the menu. It's like, well, I like all of these things and they all feed me. (laughs) Which one one do I pick? And, um, And I think really what I love about what you've done is you've taken the best of the best of the best of the best of the best and you've brought it all together in one place so that nobody ever has to stress about that in future it's brilliant carol and i love your oh fuck moment (laughs) well i'm sure you didn't at the time maybe you've learned to love it in time but yeah it's uh yeah 
there's a load of detail I could go into about that but yeah it's um it was a big big learning curve um yeah as yeah but you know like with everything in life if you feel if you get through these adversities if you just tell yourself to deal with that day you can't look ahead you can't look back either there's no point looking back and going oh I wish I'd done this and I should have done that and yeah you can do that from an objective next time I will do this but you can't get lost in the past because then you don't move forward and you can't worry about the future and what's going to happen next week because you've only got today so if you just deal with today when you're in these oh fuck moments right what can I do right now yeah for the next five minutes for the next one hour you know uh, even if that's cry I need to cry for an hour okay I'm going to do that (laughs) but I'm not going to think about tomorrow I'm just going to deal with today that's such a good point because it passes everything passes and then it has all been for a reason when you look back you will see the reason and just know that as you get older, you know that, don't you? The first time this, you know, an oh fuck moment ever happens to you, it's like the end of the world. It it's is. Like, you know, and then by the time you're our age, Sammy, you've had about, I don't know, how many hundred oh fuck moments. Um, <laughs> Millions, I think. <laughs> it's hard. It's always hard at the time. I'm, I'm making light of it. It was a, it was a horrible, horrible uh, yeah. few weeks. But, you know, you get through it and something better comes out the other side. It and you do, does. you do get through things. And I think this is what a lot of people, you know, they miss. But it must have been horrible at the time. It's, the way you described it, it just said a shiver down my spine. But um, but you have got through it and you know that. And I think this is a lesson that, that we learn as we go through life is that things don't last. There's somebody once said to me years ago, everything is purely transitional. Yeah. And it is. And you've mastered the art of that. I think if if there's one message I could get out to every single 13-year-old, that would be it. Because we've got such a problem at the moment with mental health in our young people and suicide rates in our young people. And if we could only really instill this message when they start their, you know, start their hormonal journey through the teen years, that, you know, things are shit sometimes, but they don't stay shit forever. Even the worst thing you could possibly imagine will pass just breathe and get through it yeah Yeah. what a great way to end today's show i think that um uh you you said it so perfectly at the beginning carol and i think that's going to be the name of the show today there is no failure there's just trying things that don't work I think that's such a good title for the show. And, oh, my gosh. Well, we're definitely getting you back in, Grant, aren't we? We're going to have Carol yeah, back. I think so. I think we have to <laughs> because uh, I think what, what, you, what you've worked on there, you have been, you've been brilliant at one of the most fundamental things in business, which is listening to what the client needs. Sounds obvious, but a lot of people really do miss that or they only do it a bit. But you, you've done that and you've obviously tried a lot of things that, don't really work as well as they should. And now you've found something which, okay, people would say a game changer. I would say it is a fundamental shift in the world of social media. And that ties in, of course, with communication, which is what I love. So I think what you've done is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, we're taking our hats off to you, Carol. You're rocking it. And I've seen how fucking hard you have worked this. I, I, you know, it's so easy for people to look and go, oh, yeah, and they just went from that to that to that. It didn't (laughs) fucking work that way. I've watched you go through that. We've known each other since, what, about 2011? We've both gone through massive transitions, fears, fuck-ups, failures. We've gone through it all together. So to see you rising is just so delicious for me. 
It only took me 19 years to be an overnight success. (laughs) 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 Never a truer word has been said. Carol, we're going to get you back on the show in future. We want to see this journey unfold. And as as you start to make that even greater ripple of impact in the world, we're we're packing your parachute, my dear. We're, We're behind you all the way. Thank you, guys. <laughs> watch this lady. Watch watch out. She's uh, definitely a one to watch on the watch list. Carol, how do people get in contact with you? What's the best way? Well, of course, I am on all social media. And there is only one Carol Fossey in the UK. So that's Carol with an E, F-O-S-S-E-Y. Um, so just go and connect with me on any platform is probably the best way to mm-hmm. get hold of me. Or you can email me. And guess what my email is? It's carol at carolfossey.com. <laughs> so it's not hard to remember. <laughs> yeah. So carol with an E. So carol at carolfossey with an E-Y dot com. That's Brilliant. One. Guys, look at the show notes and uh, the, her email address will be in there along with her other details. Carol, thank you from our one drop to yours. Thank you for being a ripple for each and every one of us on the show today. We'll look forward to having you back on the show in future. Yeah.